Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is February 9th. Today, we are going to continue this week's Come Follow Me block. We're going to take a look at some verses that probably are the most famous verses in this chapter, possibly even one of the most famous verses in the Book of Mormon. I'm guessing that most of you could probably tell me this verse at least pretty closely by memory. In fact, when my son was four years old, he heard this verse and he became obsessed with it. He wanted to memorize it. And so at four years old, he memorized this verse. And anytime we were doing scripture study or he had a talk, he would want to use this verse in it. He just really loved it. And that verse is in 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 25. And then we're going to take a look at 26 as well. Verse 25 says, Adam fell that men might be and men are that they might have joy. I absolutely love this scripture because it teaches us a couple of really important principles. First of all, the fall was completely necessary for our earthly life. As part of the pre-fall conditions, Adam and Eve could not have children. And so pre-fall, our existence was in jeopardy. In fact, the verses before 25 give us an bunch of other pre-fall conditions. It says that they would have remained in the Garden of Eden. All things which were created must have remained the same. They would have had no children. They would have remained in a state of innocence. They would have had no joy because they knew no misery. They could have done no good because they knew no sin. For us to be here, the fall of Adam and Eve had to happen. And that understanding that we have of it because of the restored gospel and because of the Book of Mormon is pretty different than the view of the fall that a lot of Christianity holds. They see it as the original sin of Adam and that we're all cursed because of it. My friends, we are all fallen from the presence of God because of the fall of Adam and Eve, but that was part of God's plan. Even if Adam and Eve had been able to have children in the Garden of Eden, which they couldn't, we could not have had the experience that we needed to learn and grow and to become more like God in the Garden of Eden. We had to experience, as we talked about yesterday, opposition in all things. And that opposition didn't exist in the Garden. And so, yes, Adam fell that you and I might be. But even more importantly, we are that we might have joy. Something that I find so interesting about that scripture is the word might. The scripture says, men are that they might have joy. Listen to what Elder Scott teaches us about that phrase. He said, the Lord inspired Lehi to declare the fundamental truth, men are that they might have joy. That is a conditional statement, that they might have joy. It is not conditional for the Lord. His intent is that each of us have joy. It will not be conditional for you as you obey the commandments, have faith in the master, and do things that are necessary to have joy here on earth. I love what he says there, that that statement isn't conditional for the Lord. He intends us to experience joy in this life, but that it is conditional upon our actions, doing the things necessary to experience that joy here on earth. Now, in order to better understand this, I think we need to make a distinction here. Joy is very, very different from happiness. In my opinion, and this is a little bit my opinion, but it helps me understand this principle a little bit better. Happiness can be more of a worldly experience. It can be more of a worldly emotion. And being a worldly emotion, it also 
tends to be a little bit more of a temporary emotion or a conditional emotion. We experience happiness when we look in the mirror and realize we are having a really good hair day. We experience happiness when we are doing our favorite hobby. Maybe we're out skiing or maybe we are on the boat with our family on a really warm summer day. Those are moments of happiness. But those moments of happiness are moments that can be taken away from us because they are mortal moments of happiness. And I think that that's a little bit different because I feel like joy, when it is based in Christ, is a long-term eternal experience that we can also have here on this earth. And our joy that we experience on this earth is not related to necessarily the happy moments that we experience on this earth. Does that make sense? What I mean by that is we can be going through really difficult trials. We can be going through hardship. We can be going through really tough times, and yet we can still find joy because of Jesus Christ, even if we can't find the happiness in the moment. When we think eternal and when we think long-term, when we place our focus on Jesus Christ, we can experience joy knowing that all will be well, even if it doesn't necessarily feel like it right now. I had an experience several years ago when I was an ordinance worker in the Jordan River Temple. I was working in the living ordinance area of the temple, and so there was a woman who was coming through the temple for the very first time. And she spoke Tongan. She didn't speak English, and I don't speak Tongan. And so I was doing my part in English, but she had a Tongan card there that she could read along. And We weren't able to communicate very well, but I did communicate with her daughter. And something about that experience as I was helping her make these covenants was just so incredibly spiritual. It was just palpable. And as she was getting ready to move on to the endowment ceremony, I was talking with her daughter and I found out that this woman and her husband had been away from the church for several, several years. That they had, for the most part, raised their kids in the church and then they had fallen away but that they had never been through the temple for themselves. And their kids had done an amazing job. Their kids were all active in the church. But I also found out that this woman's husband had passed away a year previous to the woman being in the temple, and that he had never had the opportunity to come through the temple for himself. He never had the opportunity to be sealed to his wife and his family. And so now this woman was in the temple to receive her endowment and to be sealed by proxy to her husband and to her children for all eternity. So the woman finished up with me. She went on to the endowment. She went on to the ceiling. And I just so happened to be in the dressing rooms when she came back through after she was done with everything. And I'll never forget, she was clinging to that certificate of having been sealed to her husband. And the look on her face was more than a look of just happiness. It was a look of absolute joy. Joy in understanding, in part, a piece of the eternity. Joy that comes from facing her life towards Christ. Joy from understanding that he has a plan for her. And so even though I'm sure she was devastated that her husband wasn't there physically with her in that moment, she was joyous knowing what she had just done. Joyous knowing that she had taken that next step on the covenant path towards Christ. And it was a moment that I will never forget. And my friends, that is what the scripture is trying to teach us, that you and I can have not just happiness in this life, and we shouldn't get so focused on chasing happiness in this life that we lose sight of where joy comes from in this life. 
The very next verse, verse 26 says, and the Messiah cometh, but I like to take some creative liberty there because it helps me understand it a little bit better. I say because the Messiah cometh. So listen to it put together with verse 25 when we make that little change. It says, Adam fell that men might be, and men are that they might have joy because the Messiah cometh in the fullness of times, that he may redeem the children of men from the fall. My friends, this is how we obtain joy in this life. This is why we can have joy in this life. We can experience joy because Christ came and he came to redeem us from the effects of the fall. President Nelson has taught us that the joy in our life has very little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. My friends, I testify that you and I can have joy in this life and joy that lasts through the eternities because of Jesus Christ. Not a fleeting or temporary happiness that so often we get distracted and chase in our mortal existence, but we can experience a true, deep, lasting joy because Jesus Christ came to redeem us. And as we focus on him, as we focus on our covenants with him, our relationship with him, and the things that he's asked of us, it is my testimony and my experience that we can have joy in this life, even if we're not necessarily experiencing happiness at the moment. Focus on Christ and find the joy that will last. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.